Praise God. Hallelujah. Prepare to hear the word of the Lord. I want you to give yourself to the hearing of the scripture text from the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew 3, 1-12 In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judah. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judah and all the region about the Jordan were going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Amen. God bless the reading of his word to our hearts. May you choose to camp out yourselves in the Gospel of Matthew over these next several days. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for the hope that we have in you that will not be despairing. I thank you for a love that goes beyond beyond the grave, to the absent from the body, we have that blessed hope that we that are in Christ Jesus, all who choose to be in Christ Jesus, can be in your presence. God, we thank you. Blessed be your name, hallelujah. And the people of God says, amen. And they amen. Praise the Lord. John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judah. For over 400 years, the nation had not heard the voice of a prophet. Old Testament prophets had stopped speaking. And then John appeared, and a great revival took place, because when God begins to move, no man, no situation can stop it. John the Baptist is known 
as the last of the Old Testament prophets, even though he prophesied in the New Testament. His message to us, his message to them, is the same message for you and I to embrace today. He came with a message of repentance. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And brothers and sisters, I know we all desire to live, as all people do, but we are all cognizant of the reality of death. You don't have to be too long at a homegoing service as a corpse is laid out. Soon thereafter to hear someone will rise up and speak of where that deceased person is. And they will remind you that they're looking down, they're smiling, they're in the presence of God. All people at death consider heaven and consider the presence of the Father as the place where they hope their loved ones will be. John came preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, for this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. Isaiah, many years prior, prophesied of the voice of John the Baptist that would come. 400 years and no voice was heard. Isn't our God patient? Yes, he is. But we ought not take patience for forgetfulness, for a lack of follow-through. For God will follow through with all that his word has declared. As redeemed ones, you and I ought to be women and men who live in the atmosphere of repentance. Because as often as I go before Father in this earthen vessel of mine, in this sinful tabernacle of a body, I am convinced that there are things that I need to repent of. And we need not run from his presence in light of our depraved hearts, but right there in his presence, we can repent. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is, is at hand. Now John wore a garment of camel here and a leather belt around his waist. And the food that he ate was locusts and that of wild honey. <laughs> a vast contrast from those who are heralding the good news today, isn't it? Too many are caught up in how they appear and what they have to consume. John's focus was not that of himself, but of that which God has sent in the person of Jesus Christ. And he came taking the focus off of himself and 
placing it on Christ. And the Word of God tells us the anointing of God was of such on this man of God that people from all walks of life came out to be baptized by John. His message was centered on repentance and on the kingdom of heaven. The word repent that calls us to change our mind and to act on that change. Repent a changed mind and changed lifestyle. And that's why we ought to live in this continuum of repentance. Yes, the Word of God reminds us that the righteous fall seven times and rises up again. He's only able to rise up again because of repentance. And we don't know from the scripture text whether that seven times was within a week or within a day or within a month. But what we do know is that such a one is able to rise up again. And rising up again comes out of repentance. There is hope for all people. Not repenting before men, but repenting before God. Repenting to the one who sits positionally on the right hand of the Father, interceding for you and interceding for me. And they were being baptized by John in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Brothers and sisters, there still is a need for the people of God to be in confession before God. Confess to him who is able to cleanse us and to wash us and to give us a new beginning. And we encourage others to do likewise, to have a little talk with Jesus and tell him not only about your troubles, but also your struggles. To confess to him. You don't need to find a confession box where you have to lay out your heart before men. But I say to you that there is a personality in the person of Christ who knows about every failure that you and I have committed and who stands ready to forgive us if we come with a repentant heart. All Judea came out. All the regions came out. But when John saw the Pharisees and when he saw the Sadducees coming to his baptism, John said, he said, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? My brothers and sisters, there is a wrath that is coming. That's why we have Advent to remember that God's love for us has made a way out. That's why we celebrate and reflect upon Easter of him who bore our sins on Calvary's tree. Do not allow this season of Advent 
just to be a mother, but let it stir us up within that we are closer to the culmination of all things, that we are closer to beholding the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven that God will bring down. John spoke, he says to those religious ones, he says, now bear fruit in keeping with your repentance. In other words, go and live differently than the way you have been. Not trying to lead the people astray. Not watering down the gospel. Not making it about yourselves. But go and bear fruit that will display your repentance. And do not presume to say to yourselves that we have Abraham as our father. For John says, I tell you that God, Yahweh, is able from these very stones to raise up children for Abraham. The message is still the same. I close this afternoon reading out the last few verses. Now, even now, he says to those religious ones, the axe is laid at the root of the tree. You remember that scripture text? Jesus spoke of it. He says, but I pray the Father would allow the pruning to take place so that the tree that is barren will bring forth fruit. He says, now the axe is laid to the very root of the tree. And every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit, your life and mine is bearing fruit, all right. But the question is, is it good fruit? God would have us to bear good fruit, but if it failed to bear good fruit, it is liable to be cut down and thrown into the fire. John says, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming and who is still to come, how appropriate the word of God is, for not only did Christ show up in John's time, but we can declare it today as well. He who is coming, hallelujah. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose very sandals I am not worthy to unloose or to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, John says, and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hands, and he will clear the threshing floor and gather his wheat into barn, but the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. Coming to Christ today, coming into the body of Christ, you are baptized into the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God resides in you. But what John saw and what John spoke of is still to come. 
of God through Christ will gather unto himself and those that are his. But the chaff, those that are yet in rebellion, he will cast aside and they will experience the fire of God. God is a consuming fire and he would have us to be well aware of that reality. Oh, people of God, we are loved by God. But the purpose for all of this is not just so that we go through calendars of events, but so that we be reminded that this world is not our home. We are passing through. We are passing through on a mission as ambassadors of Christ. And our voices needs to be lifted and pointing all people to the direction that we ourselves ought to be going towards. May we in this season of Advent, may we like John lift up our voices and call all people to the Father of love whose only requirement is that we come with repentant hearts. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. It's a place of repentance. Why? Because our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he stands ready to hear you and to hear me as we come confessing to him. He sits on Father's right hand, saying, allow me to prune him a bit more, and he will bring forth fruit. Allow me to prune her a bit more, and she, my daughter, will flourish with good fruits. Father loves us, and he calls us. It seems as though like the people who waited for over 400 years to hear the voice of a prophet. It seems as though we have been in a barren place. We've heard all kinds of gospel being preached. We've seen the church of God take on all kinds of spirits and all kinds of strange fire and strange behaviors. But God, in this season, has a remnant of women and men who are calling upon all people to repent. God knows what you have done. He knows where you've been. He's not calling you to go back because you can't go back and fix it. He's calling you for an intimate time of fellowship with himself time of repentance. Hallelujah. Let us praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for this word. Thank you, O oh God, for the sobering truth, Lord God, that you are yet calling your people to repentance, Lord. Give us ears to hear 
that we will not be the chaff blown away, but we will be those gathered unto yourself. The choice is ours, and your call is going forward even now. So we thank you for your love, because you love us so that we're here and we have heard your word, that every heart might repent and come unto you and be saved to eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You and I are loved with an everlasting love. And beneath us are the everlasting arms of the Lord. Saints of God, go forth in this new week, new month, and be a voice that will cry aloud in the marketplaces, in love, and bid all to come to him who has demonstrated his love for us. The Lord bless you and keep you as you go. It is he who makes his face to shine in you. The Lord our God, he, he lifts his countenance upon you. He grants you his peace, the shalom of God, the peace of God. It rule, it rests, and abides with you both now and always. Continue to pray one for the other. God tarry in grace, let's come together on Tuesday again for prayer. God bless you. As you go, be a blessing.